got to be hard. You got to harden your soul and heart and you got to not not let anyone in and certainly don't let anyone out. You know what I'm saying? Anybody says anything that's heavy that requires work, you get out of there. You get out of there. Yep. Oh, well, here we are. Yet, I'm, tangled. Yet, I'm tangled. Yet I'm again. too stupid to figure my way out. Oh, the webs we weave, Austin. <laughs> I'm tangled as well. <laughs> We're having this like deep conversation, and you immediately think I'm just I'm being philosophical. <laughs> oh, Austin, I know we're all tangled somehow. Yeah, we all get tangled up in this thing called life every now and then. Man, we should have a we should have an episode where we both chew gum at the same time. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> and the entire episode, everybody has to tolerate just why, the. Why can't it be this one? You have gum right there. I don't know. I'm tempted. What do you think, Jamie? Maybe halfway. Really spice this up. Maybe halfway through, we pop in. Yeah, we just suddenly do that. Or final 15 minutes, we'll chew gum. Yeah, if we remember. Just to really irritate people. But I I don't want to do it the whole time. I don't want people to be comfortable all the time and just enjoy this podcast at all points in time. If someone gets invested enough to hear the end, then they're going to, they'll probably bear with it. You know? If you can't handle me at my worst, then you don't deserve me at Mm -hmm. my best. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, find yourself a real man. Yeah, that's exactly uh-huh. what I'm. That's exactly what I'm saying. Uh, I I miss the good old days of scene posting on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I you can still do mm-hmm. it. Preach mm-hmm. it, girl. Mm-hmm. You can still do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, you can, but it's not uh, as prolific. You can make your own. You can't. You, you can. You you couldn't scroll through Facebook for more than five minutes without finding a single. You had you had to find at least one post like that. Do you remember um, just girly things? Yeah, yeah. When he when he holds you in his arms, mm-hmm. just girly things number two eighty four or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I can't even think of any. But like, when he says I love you back. <laughs> yeah. When he cleans oh. the dishes. When he when he's hard around everyone else, but soft around you. <laughs> uh, is it? Do I have a dirty mind? Wait, thinking that's very weird. Yeah, wait a minute. That's not a good when thing. When he's hard around everyone else except you. <laughs> when he can't get it up around you, but he, but everyone else he can. Just girly Just things. Just girly things. Oh my god, that's not what I meant. When you're in a broken relationship, but he can't even get it up anymore. When he doesn't find you attractive. When he has permanent whiskey dick. Oh no. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Just curly things. Definitely saw that Thanks, one before. Jamie. Yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> Usually, one. it's me who's a bit, a bit dope headed when it comes to actually making innuendos. Yeah, yeah. That's more my ammo. I'm surprised I just flew way over your radar. I, yeah, that, it's funny because I I don't even need to explain what I meant. I'm sure people know, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always want to just make that a, a satirical, just girly things. <laughs> yeah, that's good. I know <laughs> when he's hard around everyone. <laughs> Soft around you. <laughs> That's good. Um, bracket emotionally. Bracket. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because you really need to emphasize that. <laughs> and physically. <laughs> um, yeah. No. I'm. A, I'm de- certainly a little dopey. A little tired. A little dopey. Yeah. Is that from? Uh, is that one of the dwarves from the s- beauty sleeping beauty? <laughs> beauty in the sleep. <laughs> Beauty and the Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's dopey. Yeah, he's one of the he's one of the dwarves, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. It's or is it Mopey? It's dopey. Okay, okay. I I haven't is seen it, it actually, in so long. Oh, or is it dumbass? I don't know. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you do you, uh, do you know what my favorite thing about the original cartoon was? Is when they were you know the opening scene where they're in the mine and they're all mining Hi-ho, and they're finding these. Hi-ho. Yeah, and they're singing it's the song. To where yeah, yeah. we go. Yeah. Uh, you're good at that. I know. <laughs> I wow, that's so confident of me. I shouldn't say that. I know Jamie. I know. <laughs> I know. They should have had me do it. To be real, if they're if they're hey, hey Disney, if you're remaking that, <laughs> I know how to whistle. It's incredible how Disney can make something so crushingly depressing and oppressive seem fun. Because yeah. in real life, if you're a minor, you get black oh, lung, yeah. you die young, you you abuse your wife, <laughs> yeah. you're miserable every living moment until you die when you're 45 or 50. That's that's uh, very true. But in but in this one, like refined minerals just fall off the walls while you're singing. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. You know what else does that? Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> they they make it look way too fun. Um, 
Yeah, yeah. No, my being a miner is pretty trash. I, I, they get stuck in there too. Wasn't there like a big accident like a couple of years ago where there was like hundreds of miners trapped underground or something? It's like I don't remember. I one hundred percent believe that. Yeah, that's probably happened more than once. Well, too. yeah, but there was a big story because there was like a huge like operation going on, and it was there was just tons of them. Actually, an interesting story because this is pretty relevant. I had a buddy who grew up in a mining town in Alberta. Mm. A town of five, and we're talking, it was a town of five hundred people, mm. and his dad was a miner, and he and he died of black lung. <laughs> How old was his mom then? Uh, I don't know. What do I say? It was a joke. You said his dad was a miner. I was like, well, then how old was his mom? Anyway. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one. Thank that's you. a good one. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. No, I, bet I tried. All... To for- I'm, okay, it was funny. I just, it's hard to force a laugh, you know, yeah. after the fact. Yeah. Well, especially if you don't actually catch it right now. No, away. dude. Yo, Jamie, the I've timing never... wasn't there. If you okay. didn't catch it, I will confess that I. I really appreciate dad jokes, but they're completely lost on me. They just go mm. way over my head. It's um, if anything, I'm not enough of an intellectual to fully understand and catch dad jokes. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Minor. Then how old was the with the wife? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, when you oh, were first. Point being. Okay. Yeah. He died of he died of black lung. You know, like in the traditional way, in his like fifties or something like that. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, he said that felt really bad, and actually, the mine. He said that felt yeah, really did bad. Did not feel good. Yeah, because he being died? in a little mining town, like oh, his dad died. Yeah. Okay. And uh, and also the mine went under, so he just had to leave. Like the town died. The whole town. Yeah, that's not funny. Well, if the entire economy, I laugh for some reason. I know you. It's how you cope with the fact that you feel something other than laughing. Yeah. And, and feeling, you know, it's not funny. So it's that's an why uncomfortable laughter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. that's awesome. I mean, not the whole town. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but so, but when you're a mining town, the entire economy is based on it. So if, right. if it go, if it stops being viable to continue mining there, it the the town dies. Wow. So and he just moved, and then after that, he moved to Toronto. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm yeah. assuming you'd have to move a lot if you're if you're a miner. Well, not really, no, because if you if you're in a if you're in a place where it's like you know a pretty rich in minerals oh, or whatever true. you're getting, it's, it should last a very long time. You can just be a miner your whole life, and well, until you're dead. Yeah, pretty young. Yeah, being a miner is a shitty job. It was <laughs> the when you know that Bill Burst the Bill Burst skit with uh. He was doing that whole thing about like you know like being a mother is the hardest job, yeah, or something like that. And he's going on the rant. It was all about miners. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh miners. Yeah, no, that's that's definitely rough. Wondering when you're gonna die. You're coughing. You, like you can feel the shit in your lungs. You're wondering why you're here. Yeah, and they can't even buy alcohol to cope with it. Okay, that's the last joke Jamie, I, I'm gonna make like that. All right, I need you to fuck right off. <laughs> okay. And you know what? We didn't even do the intro, so welcome to Real welcome, Neighbors. Welcome, welcome to Real Neighbors, episode forty-two. <laughs> that the, you know the second one I got it, but kind of just it just pissed me off. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm sorry. I am going. I just I did. I worked twelve hours today, and I just didn't sleep. Well, I did, but yeah, Jamie, you never sleep, sleep anyway. True. Why do you have to put this the weight of the world on our audience? <laughs> Why can't you just come in here Please, and say, just sympathize, just sympathize? I'm with so me. excited to be here. I Life have. is good. I'm energized. Hey, at least I'm not a miner. Oh, what the hell, dude? I'm so sorry, Jamie. Why would I be excited to be here? If if if, if that didn't pick up on the mic, it Austin didn't. just ripped ass. <laughs> it so. was really bad. Oh my oh, god, Jamie, dude. It, it probably. Fu- I'm sorry, Jamie. I'm speaking with a shirt over my mouth, talking to the well, mic. Well, well, let's get into today's topics. Yeah. I'm uh, oh, dude, want to hear something fucking crazy? I do. I I don't know if a lot of people know about this, but you know the boxing match with Hafthor Bjornsson? I actually do not. Oh well, basically. Hafthor Bjornsson, famous guy, the, the mountain from Game of Thrones, the super big dude. Okay, right? yep. He's uh, he was a strong man, and he was a boxer, and he was going to box another guy named Eddie Hall. They're both uh, world's strongest men. Yeah, they both have beef with each other, so they want they basically had a match where where they went, we're going to beat the shit out of each other and see who wins. Yeah, um, and their beef is legitimate. So, um, anyway, yeah, Eddie Hall br- blows a bicep. So he can't do the sh- he can't do it anymore, and this is this is happening in a month. So do you, do you know who they get? They get a guy called Devin Lorette. Yeah, and he's an he's an arm wrestler. So now we have a strongman in Half Thor boxing, uh, just a random an arm str- wrestling arm wrestle arm wrestling competitor called Devin Lorette. Wow! I told you, Jamie. 
This is slowly be- boxing is becoming just celebrity showdown. Yeah, just like the crossing of worlds. Well, and uh, the it's, it's already starting to happen. Yeah, the mountain from Game of Thrones. He he also wasn't a boxer anyway, right? No. Wow. And he, th- this guy, this armor, he can't even ex- fully extend his arms. Yeah. Because he has this thing that he's been arm wrestling so long that his tendons are permanently locked in like a a position, so he can't go more than like. Kind of, that's I, he weird. Can, he can go maybe like up to here, which I'm to uh, give everybody an example. It's like 140 cue. degrees. Like he right. can't fully extend his arm. Yeah, he's just ready to arm wrestle. Yes, yeah, so whenever time. he's walking around, he has his look to him like this, where he's just mm-hmm. his arms are always like hanging out like a raptor. <laughs> yeah, he looks like a <laughs> like a raptor. Wow, that's uh, that's gonna be weird. Now, it, I will say he's he, also. To be fair, he's also ready to throw a punch in that position too. Yeah, the only problem is, is he can't fully complete a jab. You know, like when true, you do that, true. it's pretty hard. So that'll yeah. be interesting. However, he was in the special forces for twenty years, mm-hmm. and uh, he was the he he teached combat like uh, mixed martial arts to yeah. to military for five or six years as a supervisor. Okay, so he's pretty legit. Yeah. So, I mean, at least he knows a thing or two about fighting to now, a degree. Now, yeah, downside, though, he only has a month to prepare. Yeah. But, guys, check it out. It's the Crossing of Worlds. It's going to be really ridiculous, and I think that it's going to be like 10 bucks to watch. So. Oh, 10 bucks. It'll be like 40 50 No, bucks. they've already announced oh, the price. Oh, really? It's okay. only 10 bucks. Well, that's okay. That's smart because, like, I... Oh, well, it's actually hard to say because if you think about it, the, the really overhyped matches that were $50, they made a crazy amount of money. But I suppose this is um so, sorry is that like a I there's Are you like a weird distracted? there's a weird bug running at me anyway oh well oh well but also but since I'm derailing why does your your fart smells like sawdust for some reason that's actually not that bad that's pretty bad I thought it smelled way worse than sawdust Are I thought it's eating eh. sawdust yeah I was thinking of you know sawdust mixed with I don't know the reek of death but oh it's it's mixed with something that's for sure um but yeah um. But yeah, ten dollars is is uh, that's smart because I think more people will watch it as a result. Therefore, they'll still probably have a pretty good profit margin. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I th- I think so, and I don't. They 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 obviously know that this isn't two ch- world champion boxers or something. These are just some weird, just, just random normal regular people. You know, arm wrestlers and well, they're athletes, but actors. they're not boxers. Yeah. It's going to be, I don't know, I think it's going to be just hilariously weird. That is, yeah. I don't even know what that's going to look like. I'm going to be watching it and be amazed. I'll be like, what is this? I don't even know what this is. Yeah. What's happening? No, that's definitely weird. Um, who, sorry, who was the first one you mentioned? Just Half Thor. Pretty much most people even listening to this would know who he is. Right. Okay. He's, he's a huge guy, six foot nine from Iceland. He, uh, and he's famous for being the mountain on Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's it. The the big dude. Yeah. Um. Okay. Have you ever heard of uh, Schoolboy? For uh, speaking of arm wrestling. Oh, you know Schoolboy. I do. Oh, Jamie, you've I been uh, you've been educating yourself. No, uh, it's weird because uh, I started getting recommended videos of him, but it's basically he started arm wrestling when he was really young, and he used to challenge people in the street. Like yep. he'd be like, if you can beat me, you get a hundred dollars. And he literally was like undefeated. And there'd be like these jack dudes, and he was like a kid, well, yep. like a teenager, and he was just beating them like somehow. And like it's really crazy. I know, and it's funny because he doesn't look like much. No, well, he does actually look really big, but it's weird because it's not like defined muscle. He's just actually a big. It's hard to yeah, explain. Yeah, he's a big dude, but in comparison to the people yeah. in our brains, it seems illogical that it, someone with that much muscle mass wouldn't be able exactly. to overcome this guy. Yeah, because I've seen him go against... Uh, yeah, if anyone doesn't know what that is, look up schoolboy arm wrestling. Uh, you can find him like arm wrestling these bodybuilders with arms like bigger than his like upper body, basically. Did and, you come to the... Uh, Oh, you! Were, I don't think you were there. We had a bunch of people over at my buddy's place, and it was mm. probably like twelve, a uh, bunch of people, and uh, yeah. we had uh, we were watching arm wrestling. Really? It was, <laughs> yeah, dude. It was it was it's, fucking awesome. I found myself down that that rabbit hole on the internet before, but I don't watch it all the time. But yeah, definitely when it's just, when it's someone freakishly up. talented at it, it, I can't help but be interested. Niche sports 
everybody, I highly recommend if you're watching, let's say, I don't know, baseball, basketball, mm. you should start looking, digging into some niche sports. Mm. There's some fucking awesome shit going on right now in terms mm-hmm. of the, the best versions of people ever are coming to the limelight in the sense that we have modern, we got steroids, we got modern nutrition, we got people that can just spend decades training the same thing every day, day in, day out. Yeah. You know, and it's viable. You know what actually really trips me out is um like the Olympics just happened and I I don't I didn't go out of my way to watch it but like people would just throw it on a lot so I watched a lot of just random sports like while it was going on and it's so weird how like there's so many different ways people condition their bodies to be good at their sport um so like for example you you watch the high jump and stuff or the vaulting and stuff and it's like these really skinny but like toned people with kind of strong legs and you can just tell they work to their body to such a point to just totally amplify what they're doing oh designed for the sport 100%. yeah so they, they they look like they tried to make their body aerodynamic and strong legs so they can jump it's just crazy because like these people like condition their bodies for a long time to be good at this like one thing oh dude and it's crazy too because it's hard for your body to do more than one thing mm-hmm. in terms of objectives. So let's say... I can't even chew gum and walk. Like, yeah. So, like, if you wanted to... Like, a simple example, which, which, which I was trying to do was, if you want to lose weight and get stronger at the same time, yeah, that's naturally very difficult. Yeah, because your body's either doing one or the other. Exactly. Or, yeah, so if you want to lift heavier, you should be... You should be revolving your diet around that. You should be revolving your how you train around that. Like everything that you're doing to, would be towards that specific goal. And it's hard to do anything else. Because if you're getting stronger and gaining weight, then what if you want to play soccer? Does that make you better at soccer? Or maybe it's better if you're lighter when you're playing soccer. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't. You should be doing way more leg work. You know, it's such a... Yeah. Everything you do, your body kind of needs to specialize. And that's why... In my opinion, it's very impressive whenever you meet someone who's a pretty balanced all-around athlete. Yeah. Because that's very hard to do. Yeah. You just got to be a god. <laughs> it's got to be a god. Yeah. No, some people are really talented. Yeah. Just physically and how they they can move they move their body. and. Oh, that's very true. There's one thing I know about humans is they can be talented, some of them. <laughs> Wow, Jamie. Yeah, I know you that. Are, you are being profound today. I know. That's one anyway, thing I know. That's one moment one you're know. spitting out dad jokes, and the next moment you're talking about people being good at things. They are. And I appreciate all every one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and I love them, too. And I love them. <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're really contributing. I know. I know. Um yeah no honestly it's cool but yeah again that's like a lot of skills it's it's sort of um i feel people if you spend a lot of time perfecting a certain craft then you're going to be a lot better like obviously there's people who are just naturally talented at a lot of things and that's some i think to some degree that's in just inherent to some people but yeah the people who devote a lot of time to improve on one thing like usually the outcome is pretty good if you put your mind to to one thing as you get older you start to realize how significant your childhood is and Mm. how easy it was to learn things back then yeah and you always wonder what what's the middle ground between forcing your kids to be good at something without them hating you right yeah because there's there's two methods you have the full chinese full send yeah which is force your children to practice something six hours a day whether they want to or not yeah. And then get famous on YouTube by saying Chinese, eight-year-old Chinese girl plays Dragon Force. Yeah. Or something like that, right? Yeah. Uh, or you have the other way around where you're so t- gentle with your kid that you just go, you can do whatever you want. Just They're just a fucking loser. <laughs> play games and don't learn anything. And then you, you're an a very average adult. But then that kid's cool. No, uh, I yeah. Uh, Jamie, there's no guarantees even going to be cool. What if he's not That's good true. at anything and he's awkward? That's true. Yeah. Wow. Literally, no talent, no social talent, <laughs> no yeah. physical brain talent. That's a good point. He's got nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it is actually sad. Like, uh, it's not just China that does that, but like when uh, when you see um, these very young kids doing like. Uh, I don't know, just intense, like Cirque du Soleil type crap and like, or just like being very proficient at an an instrument at such a young age. It's like, 
I mean, I'm sure the kid to a degree might like it, but there's clearly a level of just, they're clearly just very strict about their kid doing that, which it's probably, it's hard to say whether or not that's like healthy for someone's mind. It could have some benefits too, but it could, I don't know. It's hard to really say. There's definitely a degree where it's kind of cruel, I think, but yeah, kind of depends. I don't know. But some people, you know what? Because they, they... it does give someone purpose too, because it's kind of hard to say whether or not like you'd feel better off. Because if I was a kid and I was just practicing something all day, and then when you finally do it, well, you probably are still getting praised. So that kid feels good, I'm sure, once they're getting praised for it, you know, I guess. I don't know. Um, every kid's different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some there, there is a you know what the keyboard player for Snarky Puppy. Yeah, or he was for a while, Corey Henry. Yeah, uh, he started playing pretty much the moment he was able to you know be even cohesive and walk around. He was already playing keyboard. Yeah, and by the time he was ten, he was already at a level of just a professional. Yeah, and by the obviously then at that point, by the time he's in his twenties, he's he's just at he's the he's the keyboard players keyboard player where they they go who do we listen to when we don't know what to do yeah right that actually yeah that actually just reminded me of something that was funny i hope i can find it though um i saw an npr tiny desk you've seen those oh yeah of course yeah they're yeah they're pretty there's a lot of big artists on there i saw one yeah that's that's what it was so uh there's a band called moon hooch i came across and uh it was funny because they're, they're like sax players but they they get pretty crazy and like it's hard to explain but they're kind of heavy and they start playing the saxophone there's like two saxophonists with like traffic cones on the end of their saxophones and like just this crazy drummer i just remember all the jokes like i just reading the comments on that it was good music so i would recommend looking that up moon hooch on npr tiny desk it's cool so i'd recommend that but i just remember reading the comments and made me laugh so hard because someone's like it's weird that uh that a saxophone dubstep band and the drummer is the most interesting thing about it because he, the drummer's eyes kept going super wide while he was playing. Yeah. And like, yeah. he just was going crazy and like all the comments were making me laugh so hard. Cause the one was like, I've never seen someone play drums sarcastically before. And then another one was, uh, it was like, I think the drummer just saw me. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it was so funny. But yeah, yeah. you just remind me of that because uh, honestly, that was a really cool performance. So that, that's a cool band. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. No, there's a lot of great bands in NPR. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm very impartial to the, I've always liked the, what's the guy? Mac Miller. That, yeah. That's, he, that's a, a great NPR concert. That's a very good one. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Just all the great musicians, you know? And I, it, I think it was one of the. It was, I think it was pretty close to when he died too. I think he. Uh, I think they so. released the NPR, and maybe he passed away four to six months later, sort of thing. Yeah, I think. And I think it was one of the last performances he did. Yeah, how I don't know how long ago was that? I don't remember when Mac Miller died. That was a good couple of years ago. Now, probably a couple of years. Ago. I would put my money on three, four years ago. Yeah, does that, that sound right? That sounds right, but. Um, I'll just quickly. Uh, Who hey, can hey. say for sure? Who can say for Benny? Let's get our fact checking ghost all up in here. Uh, Benny, you're a huge Mac Miller fan, right? Uh, okay. Thank you, Benny. So he died in 2018. Okay, so I was right. Yeah. So it's nailed it. it. Yeah, it's kind of kind of a while ago, but honestly, 2018. That sounds so foreign right now. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Wow crazy times my guy (laughs) (laughs) i don't know how to bounce off you today man you're all over the place you're just uh i'm like i said i'm just drained man yesterday i pulled an all-nighter worked 12 hours today another 12 hour got two days off i'll be fine but you know you know a little little spacey i will admit i will admit i hope it's not translating too bad though (laughs) (laughs) i mean do you want to would you want to control the the state of the next conversation jamie Sure, Austin. Let's talk about some wacky things I'm thinking of. Maybe not quite as loud, though. What? Oh. Ow. <laughs> Why would you do that? Yeah. Do you have to, like, turn that down now? No, but in our, not... in it hurt me, our ears, so... It did. I don't know. Ear. Good job. Have you ever, like... I have this weird thing where sometimes when I get laughing super hard, my ears actually start, like, popping almost. That's fucked up. I know. <laughs> I don't, no, that doesn't happen to me, Jamie. Yeah. There's no solace to be had here. No, you never had that? Weird. Maybe Never, I just, ever at any point in time. Or maybe it's just like when people are all so loud when I'm laughing. 
you know, it's a, not a good mix. Um, okay, Austin. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, done with that talk. Anyway, done, wow, done with that one. Um, okay, well, yeah, I got. I have a so okay, Austin. You ever just eat something and find something really disgusting in your food? Yes, olives. Olives all the time. Like okay, but that's a food item. Like, have you ever found something that just should not be in your food while you're eating? Yes. All right. You got any interesting things you found? <laughs> <laughs> well, like a razor oh, blade. Oh, fuck in, me. You're putting me on the spot. Uh, Dude, no a razor, razor blade blades. in your Halloween candy, no, for example. Cra- that's psycho. That's that's for what, what psycho people do. Uh, I, I know. What the hell? Has that ever happened? Like, I'm kind of like, Jesus. Uh, I, I've, from watching TV, yes, Jamie, mm-hmm. it happens all the time. Yeah. If, if, Ter- if that bitch Teresa is cheating on you with J- Jason... Yeah. Then, like, what are you supposed to do? Obviously, you get you put you put razor blades in that in his, bitch's M and M's. His kids M and M's. No, and like their chicken wings. And their chicken wings. <laughs> Invite them over for dinner. And they... Yo, you, yo, bitch. I mean, Teresa, <laughs> you want some chicken wings? And that doesn't throw her off at all. She's like, yeah, that's very nice. Of, of you. course, that's very, that's very pleasant of, of you. Of course, that like, would be fantastic. I'm surprised you're being so nice considering um, I'm cheating. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I think. You know, you really cut me deep emotionally. <laughs> now, and guess what? <laughs> now I'm gonna cut your fucking tongue on these chicken wings. <laughs> what did you just? What did you just say? Oh, nothing. Uh, no, 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 nothing. No. Just come on in. <laughs> Invite your come kids way. too. <laughs> bring Whoa, bring Jamie, them over. No, for, you don't bring them over for Halloween. You don't involve the kids. This is treating. <laughs> no, no, this this girl's got ethics. Okay, right. Teresa's a bitch, but you don't you don't do kids. For real though, what kind of monster has ever put a blade in Halloween candy? Uh, well, okay, the Halloween's too specific. No, but that's How about a thing food in general. You know what? Do you eat chicken wings on Halloween? Uh, no. Yeah, it's not a staple. We were, I was just, that was my example. Do you know why? Because I meant anything. Like, has anybody ever put a razor blades in anything? Definitely. No, no, but I'm saying that's like a uh, a trope. Like they tell you to search Halloween candy for blades. So I'm just saying. Side okay, note, you that's, I have heard that. That's true. Yeah, I'm just saying. Side note, that's actually fucked. Has that ever really happened? I mean, you know what? For it to be brought up, it had to have happened to someone at some point. Now it's also safe to assume, considering how many people are on the planet of Earth. It's true, but I'm guessing out of eight billion people, that's happened ten times. <laughs> Just, that's that's eight billion of current population. Right. What about the last hundreds? What about the last century? That's true. Yeah, I don't know. Um, nah, dude. People, there are some people are completely psycho. Right. And and when I say psycho, I mean they are literal psychopaths with yeah. no emotions. It's, and for them, the vindication of watching someone eat a razor blade is akin to. I don't know, like insulting someone in an argument. Yeah. Where Jeff. I say, you know what, Jamie? Why don't why don't you clean up your act? Yeah. And that for a psychopath, the equivalent is to just put razor blades in your food. Right. Are you implying you're a psychopath? No, no. I would just give you a stern talking to. But the, like the first option. Yeah, that's a little psychopathic, Austin. No, no. I'm actually. It's for your sake, you, you <laughs> fucking idiot. Oh wow. <laughs> I'm doing this for you. Well, I'm putting blades in your food for you, man. <laughs> um, okay, well, no. I So on this topic, though, it's gross because I remember one time I ordered a pizza. You know, it's it's weird that you're trying to stay on topic when the topic itself barely has any... The, the, the original substance was Halloween candy with razor blades in. You're like, Austin, Austin, let's please stay on track here. I was No, I'm not talking about Halloween candy with blades in it. Oh, okay. No. Well, I well no, I'm just talking... Well, then continue. I was just talking about food in general, like just fine, gross shit. I was wondering if you had a story, like just something really weird. You know, Jamie, I've started to realize something about myself. What? Is if that has happened, it takes me a little bit to recall because once it happens, I'm like, ah, that happened, that's life, and then I move on, you know? So clearly it was nothing like super bad. If, if, uh, you clearly never found anything too totally disgusting then. You know, actually, uh, okay, here's one I can think of. I did have the classic worm and apple. You did. However, I saw the hole where the worm right. went in. Which, you know what? Nobody tells you that. Nobody tells you that there's a pretty good chance the worm at some point... I mean, it's. I'm not saying it's impossible, but usually they have to go into the apple oh, to course. be in the apple. Yeah. Yeah, I think as a kid, I assumed they would just be in there, just 
by default. Which maybe I don't know. Maybe they, like they could there could be an egg in there somehow. I don't it could think grow so. inside. I don't know. But no, I, I <laughs> but I saw a hole and I thought that's weird that there's just a hole in this apple. Yeah, and I opened it up and there was a worm. Yeah. Yeah, well, exactly, because they burrow into it. So, yeah, I would assume you would see that. So, I mean, that's happened. Okay. Um, and let me think of some other tough stuff that's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. Uh. Oh, Jamie! Wow. Uh, have you ever tried uh, dancing? Have I ever tried dancing? No, but I did find a full toenail. In my grape juice. So that's pretty gross. Why are we drinking grape juice, Jamie Welsh? Because I saw my last name on it, and I was like, you know what? This sounds great. And I, I grabbed it. No, but that, but yeah, that actually was really disgusting. And I'm still to this day. As a kid, I wondered, I'm like, you know how like people stomp grapes down? Like, Obviously, most grape juice is from concentrate. So I'm wondering, like, how the hell did that possibly get in there? That is very strange. Yeah, because I'm like, that, did, uh, did it come? Fingernail gotten there. Yeah, or it like looked like a toenail, and I was like, is this literally from somehow down the road? Is this actually from somehow someone stomping grapes or something? Oh, do you know it fucked me up when I was a kid. What? When I was 13 or 14, I cracked an egg, and there was a beak in it. Mmm. And like the yolk came out, and then in the yolk was just this. It w- it was literally just a little beak. Wow. There's no other way to describe it. And, I, and that kind of fucked me up because I never really thought at that point. I never contemplated too much about the fact that these were legitimately just unbirthed chickens. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I think eggs, usually the ones you're buying, are unfertile eggs. Like there's a thing they do to make sure chickens aren't fer- fertile when they're laying Not the this eggs. this one, Jamie. Well, yeah, exactly. Mistakes can happen. Yeah, I think the first time I saw blood in an egg kind of tripped me out. And then I realized, I looked it up. I'm like, is it bad to eat one if you find blood in it? Because I I scooped that part out, the part with the blood. Because if you buy, like, fresh farm eggs, sometimes that happens. So Uh, I can already tell you that as long as you cook it thoroughly, probably not. No, exactly. So, uh, yeah, I looked it up, and I was like, oh, it's it's safe. But I just kind of pulled it out anyway a bit like just kind of got a spoon and got rid of the blood part you know but what? yeah it's kind of like uh that would have been the chicken forming apparently but it stopped for whatever yeah, reason yeah. then you know what the principle is that generally speaking man even i i've even done this with i don't take it that far but if like if if meats expired a day or two yeah okay assuming it doesn't have a fucking stench if it smells you throw the shit out right right yeah. but if i kind of go ah like it's starting to oxidize like the meat's definitely not as luscious as it used to be mm. i'll slightly overcook it just mm. a little bit like i'll if i have to if i wanted to cook it for let's say 15 minutes i'll cook it for like 18 to 20 instead and just mm. give it that little overcooking just because generally speaking like the fact that heat b- solves most problems it kills the majority of bacteria um and it, like a great example would be, let's say back in the day, if the cauterizing a wound, yeah. if you were, if you got, if back in the day, if you got cut or stabbed, the only answer was really to just like to get a piece yeah. of wood, like get like get it smoldering and Bur- yeah, burns and burn up the back- wound. Bacteria. It burns bacteria. It seals the skin. Like yeah. heat is a very is probably is a very powerful thing. Yeah, and honestly, without its disinfectant properties, and we'd be fucked. I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, we just wouldn't exist. No, that yeah, that seems like definitely a good practice. If uh, if you're kind of worried about meat or where it's coming from, yeah, just cook the yeah, shit out of that. Yeah, just kind of go like, ah, just overcook <laughs> it. If it's chicken breast, you're like, ah, it won't be as juicy, but overcook just it. Just dry, dry that shit up. Yeah, steak looks a little suspicious. Just do it like, don't do it medium rare. Kind of go more towards well. Yeah, you ever seen those like weird viral posts online where people are saying, oh, like this food I have. Did you realize if you do this to food, worms come out of it or something? I saw I saw a post, and I think it was about strawberries, and it was like, if you put strawberries in water and put salt or something weird on it, they're like, these little worms come out. And I'm like, that can't be real. Like, I'm not going to try that, but like, come on. It's not like every so batch. So is it real? I couldn't tell you. It's just a dumb wow, video. Wow. No, Jamie, do that. Do, whoa, whoa. Everything. Stop. Full break. What? Jamie. 
first and foremost, you're re- you're coming across as a, you're starting to come across as a crabby old man. Why? Going. You see this new idea and you go, that's absolutely outrageous. Okay, I don't and know. You I don't even, said, Jimmy. You don't even like look into it. You don't even. You just. You just immediately dismiss it. Do you know why? You, because we're starting to get set in our ways, Jamie, and it's not good. Uh, well, you I'm actually calling you out on okay, that. Okay, but I'm just saying. Do you actually think every batch of strawberries is covered in worms? No, I'm saying that maybe it's possible. Hmm. Maybe it, maybe that could happen. It I, just seems like Jamie. You seem a little close-minded. That's all. I don't know. Seems just, like you're, you're a bit boomer, kind of, kind of going like. I don't think that's so. Absolutely outrageous. I don't think so because that does seem illogical. Because people are able to swab things. People like science has come a long way. I feel like I would have heard long before that on the surface of strawberries there are these tangible creatures that only come out if you put salt on them. Yeah. I feel like that's just illogical. Well, also, but on the same coin, though, however, to say, like, there's little worms, for example, I mean, mm-hmm. the reality is, I think the, our body has 100 trillion cells, and I think 90 trillion of them don't even belong to us. Do you know why? It's bacteria. Yeah. And uh, the things that we need, they're actually, they're good for us to have. So yeah. it could be that maybe these, like, say, borderline microscopic worms. No, they're not microscopic, because I'm saying in this video, they're very big and tangible, and you can see I'm like... You would see them anyway. Okay, I, I'm just saying I'm I'm not gonna just shut it down, you know. Yeah, I did, but that's cool. <laughs> I I don't know. I just saying I I I didn't think it I seemed. Know, it could be possible. Now, no, no, I didn't think Jamie, it sounded real. What's interesting is if you apparently a way to find out if you have a tapeworm is to put food in the top of your mouth. Oh, that always scared me. Man. I know that. Oh, dude, that always fucked me up. I in fact I've never I never tried it because I never wanted to know. Right. I was like, if I have a tapeworm, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm I want not gonna it to fucking stay find there. out. Yeah, I'm not gonna find that out, and I don't know whatever. Like, and then and then they say, oh, it's simple. It comes up your neck, and you just pull it out. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't want to get PTSD from like accepting the fact that some weird organism was eating stuff in my like in my yeah. large intestines, and then it literally crawled up the, my tract and went up my my throat. To go get food. You know what it is? That's fucked up. You know what it is? I think we both had a teacher that told us that. Do you remember? Was it Mrs. Brody? Did she, I feel like she told me about tape rooms. I'm assuming, did you hear it from her? I'm not sure. Dude, I, I, I don't You know. don't remember? I'm not sure. Because I think it was her who told me that because I'm just picturing her telling a story about someone putting an apple in front of their mouth, waiting with their mouth open and a tapeworm slithers up their neck to eat the apple and then they grab the tapeworm and pull it out i know they make it seem standard and i'm just like you know like oh it's simple i would fucking die i would not be able to live after that that's just horrible yeah that's disgusting so i feel like i was traumatized when i heard that and i always was scared I think I even had an irrational fear to even leave food, like chew on food too long. I'm like, what if I'm chewing? <laughs> I went too through long? that phase too. Shortly afterwards, I thought if I just let the mo- me- like food stay in my mouth too long, if I do a tapeworm, it starts crawling. He's like, up. I've had enough. I can't wait yeah. anymore. Oh, I need to get up there and get that yeah. delicious steak. Yeah, allegedly, because I do think that is one way to get rid of them. I don't know if it's the most effective, but I heard it, you do have to starve yourself for a while. Then the tapeworm gets hungry and does it. So, but you know what? It's, if you're it's a really... calculated effort, I think. I don't even know if it's again. I, I'm just a a crotchy old man who doesn't believe anything. But is that even a thing? Is that how do they come out that way? Well, you can also just take pills that kill them as well. Yeah, I'd I'd prefer that. I'd prefer to just poop them out. You know, right. But I'm just like, do people literally grab them? Like, can you watch a video of that? Because I wonder. Man, we should go on YouTube and f- and see if we can f- just watch videos I, of people ripping tapeworms out of their mouth. Out of their mouth? That'd be crazy. Yeah. Jamie, not right now. Well, I'm not going to... I just want to Google it and see if anything <laughs> comes up. Tapeworm being pulled out of mouth. I'm just going to see what comes up. Because I, I don't... This is becoming very close to just being the Austin JB just... For, even forgetting we're on air, we're just having a conversation. Uh, well, I don't know. I think it's... I think it's interesting. I think people want to know if tapeworms uh, crawl up your your throat, crawl out of your throat. You know, or is that just some weird thing that we were both wrong about? I don't know. Like the e- eating seven spiders a year. Yeah. Oh, I literally just wrote tape being pulled out of mouth. That's weird. That's not what I meant. Um, yeah, the seven spiders a year thing that we did look at. Um, I don't know if there's. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, doctor. 
pulls out rare parasite from his own mouth. Oh. oh, you know what? It looks like there's videos like that. Okay, that's legit. That's that dis- sounds very legit. That's disgusting. Okay, and th- what, is a doctor like teaching a lesson while he's pulling it out? He's like, anyway, if I leave food at the top of my mouth, oh, here it comes, and he's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I- a, it's really graphic, and he's choking, and gagging the whole time, and he's like, <laughs> and he's pulling it out, and then he goes. Huh. Wow, guys. I mean, that was pretty scary. Yeah, and Tape Room's like... Well, don't forget to like, favorite, and subscribe. <laughs> yeah, after he pulls it out. Wow, guys. That was not fun at all. <laughs> the Tape Room's like, squatter's right, bitch. Squatter's <laughs> rights. Here, it's like, no, you get out of there. <laughs> no, I, I just saw several really disturbing images. So, yeah, that, that looks like it's a thing. All right, guys. Well, disgusting. Oh, feel free to look it up, I guess, if you really want to. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard of Blue Waffle? <laughs> we are, we've talked about that before already. Have we? Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah, just like looking up shots. Because, Jamie, we just have kids. to accept the fact that our childhood can just be summed up in a few parts. Yeah. And nothing, nothing's really profound or, you know. No. No, everyone had the exact same childhood. I know. <laughs> well, unfortunate. <laughs> Well, at least, especially, yeah, it is weird how, like, popular culture of any time is really just, it is true, because, like, everyone is typically around very similar things in pop culture. Oh, do you know what, what, what disgusts me, though? What? Is when, I've been seeing this on YouTube recently, and I get it, I get it, it's pandering, that's what it is, because they basically analyze old TV shows, that, like, for example, that, are, that we watched when we were kids, mm-hmm. and they try to find these intense profound meanings within these shows mm-hmm. they'll analyze an episode and go this is why this episode of spongebob was profound and genius and i and i watch one or two or two of them and i'm like you don't why are you, like what a waste of time why are you even <laughs> analyzing this like one you're you're half right but at the same time they did not fucking think about this even remotely as much as you did right you know, like, and, and everybody's gobbling it up. They're like, oh, my God, I also watched SpongeBob SquarePants when I was a kid. You know, this episode is genius. You know, what's funny is I think I, I've seen exactly what you're probably re- referencing. It was at the I, I think I saw something about that where, excuse me, um, Did it was you watch the, the same video. Was it was it the, the one where they end up in like the the time machine one where he ends up in like the weird non-reality between time and it was talking about like they're like this is actually a very interesting uh uh, like commentary on on nihilistic like it's just like all this stuff (laughs) i'm like jesus christ the writers probably weren't going like we should create an episode based on the you know the conflict of the man the concept (laughs) of of nothingness in the universe and like stuff like that and i'm just like okay like i what matters what doesn't matter do you remember that episode though uh i i probably would because the time machine gets stuck and then they get caught in this place in between time and stuff but I saw this whole not, YouTube video. Not off the video. top of my head, but I have seen, at least for like up to the point of when we were kids, re- like maybe like with seasons one through six, Yeah, I've seen every episode. Uh, oh, of SpongeBob? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh and I, me too. I think that was kind of their heyday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see any beyond that really, but the episode I was talking about, I think that the one I watched was the one about uh, Squidward going to like a Squidward City. Oh yeah, where it's all Squidward. Yes, I think I've seen. I know, something and like he's that doing too, this yeah. analysis that makes that I, I thought this isn't even that. You, your your analysis is so base level. Yeah, because the episode itself was more like deep than than even what you're I know, over, trying to over explain. I know it. it's you. Why are you over explaining? They it? got the point across in the actual episode. You get yeah. what I mean? And not yeah. only that. They they probably didn't even think about it that much. They, mm-hmm. they they had a premise. They thought it was kind of cheeky. That obviously they're basing it on real life effects. Yeah, and they're like, and they release it. It's kind of an interesting take on psychology, but like obviously they're not actually expecting someone to dissect it. And I know make, making like a, a fifteen minute huh, video, like a they, college thesis on it, like <laughs> too much of a good thing is a bad thing. Yeah, I don't know. So yeah, so I, I the one thing that does bother me is I do think. In my opinion, the quality of children's content has definitely dropped, but it was never this incredible, profound thing that some people are convinced it, it was somehow. Yeah. Well, it I, had it had some adult themes. They had some, and they had some good themes. Yeah. But it it was still a kids show. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'll be devil's advocate to a degree. I do think like SpongeBob was clever, and they definitely used to put a lot of effort into 
having very diverse topics. So, but uh, yeah, I guess I it, my whole thing is to make an equal length video dissecting it as the episode itself. It seems a little much. I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. But but they, but they definitely deal with themes like let's say, and they do it with tongue in cheek. Let's say like addiction and yeah. well, well, one episode that was cool was the the one where he had the squeaky boots, SpongeBob. He's walking around squeaking everywhere, and they did like a big reference to like an Edgar Allan Poe story where he buries the guy in the floorboards and stuff. Yeah, and then he starts going crazy because he's hearing. He starts hearing the guy's watch in the floorboards, and the, he thinks everyone can hear it, so he starts going crazy. Yeah, and yeah. SpongeBob referenced that, and I, it is like a very like creative take on a story because as a kid who doesn't know who Edgar Allan Poe is. It's like you don't even understand the reference, but you're enjoying the the secondhand story of it. Yeah, so it's kind of cool because they did do stuff like that. They definitely put a lot of effort into like, you know, parodying stuff and and uh, they they referenced a lot of very interesting things. So I definitely think there's stuff you can look into because if someone didn't know that and you tell them that, it is an interesting fact for yeah. sure. But which then then I would argue though that you're not re- necessarily analyzing SpongeBob. You're just analyzing the underlying themes that they were inspired by. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I get it. You're not. You, you shouldn't be expected to be able to know where that came from. But oh yeah, as a kid, also um, yeah, like Nosferatu. too. They had that little clip from the. The night shift one where the hash slinging slasher, you remember that one? They had a little reference where it showed the very old, like, four, like, 1930s or 40s film Nosferatu. Dude, the, how do you, I, I'm actually amazed by how well you retain your memory. Well, that was like my favorite episode as a kid. So gotcha. That's gotcha. why I remember. Okay, them. okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I just grinded through them when I was, I think I was 13 and I, and I had all the DVDs or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, I remember what it was. I was the Rogers video was still open, so I'd go to Rogers video and we'd be and my buddy and I would rent just SpongeBob discs mm. and watch SpongeBob. Mm. That's wild. I forgot that was a thing that you could do that. Oh man, I miss like video rental stores and stuff. Oh, and game rentals, man. The cool thing yeah. about it is you never took anything for granted. Yeah, my the big obviously the biggest problem is overconsumption. Yeah, because I have so many Steam games now. I don't appreciate any of the games. It's, it's, it's a it's an emotional. It feels like I have to. It's something I have to deal with. I'm like, oh fuck, I have to learn this new game and figure it out. Yeah, it's it's true because I I feel like as a kid, when the games I owned was more limited, whatever I had, I just enjoyed. And the cover mattered more. Yeah. Let's say you you were you went into a store and you saw a a thing like a game, and it had a cool cover art or something, and you'd read the back and you'd think man, this looks pretty cool. And then you'd rent it and take it home and see if it was good or not. There's yeah. no like large analysis beyond that. You couldn't pull out your smartphone and Google reviews and go, well, the Metacritic score is only 67%, so it's not very good. And then yeah. you leave it at that. So you sometimes you'd even get mediocre games. Right. There's something cool about that, you know? Oh, yeah. I remember uh, my friend Evan growing up we had like a one of those video stores right near our house and it was funny because he used to always go in and rent like just very just like just m-rated games or r-rated movies just kind of like more graphic stuff we were like pretty young like 14 or so but he started trying to rent them and they were like oh i don't know if i'm supposed to rent this to you because we were like young but then but that happened to me before but then he asked his parents he's like because his parents didn't really care. And he's like, can you tell them that it's okay? And then they actually just started remembering him. So I would just go with him and like he would just rent whatever. Because like they had on file that his parents didn't his care parents basically. His parents didn't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. So that was kind of funny. I remember Dude, that. I wish I had that. I tried to. I, the biggest thing I remember is I tried to rent Left for Dead when that game first came out. Mm-hmm. And I would have been, I think I was 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't let me rent it. And I, and I went back to my parents and they said, now you're not allowed to play it. Because it was zombies and guns and blood and whatever. Oh, yeah. And I was I remember being so mad mm-hmm. and actually embarrassed because I was with my buddy and I felt so lame yeah. that my parents just, like, you know, cock-blocked us from getting this game. <laughs> yeah. And now we can't play it, you know? I, 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 was, I was just ashamed. But your, your parents let you play Halo and stuff, but I guess that's not really that. Halo was M-rated, but it was... Yeah, that game it, is... It was so tame that's, I, that, in comparison. Actually, you know what I just realized? Halo should not be rated M. 
Uh, I don't know if every single Halo game is rated M, but I know at the time... All of the top ones are. Like yeah, one, I believe two Halo 2 was, was rated M. I think they all are. Halo 3 was probably rated M. Do what I think it was, it was is there's F-bombs in the campaign. The campaign. Yeah, so Sergeant Johnson would be like, what the fuck are you doing, soldier? And then yeah. I gave it an M rating. So my, oh, okay. I, I think my parents viewed, and it really was, Halo was pretty harmless. It was, because even the online, it's not super gory. You pretty much look like you're just shooting robots. Now, Left 4 Dead, I get a little bit more. Because at face value, like if, if your parents look at it, and I think your parents would have thought something similar, mm. you open the game and it's immediately zombies and blood and guts mm. and you know and guns and violence. Yeah. So your parents, who obviously don't have all the spare time in the world to figure out what the hell you're doing all the time, just go, oh, it seems bad now. Do you, do you know what's funny? I feel like my parents, um, my parents' like opinions on which games I was allowed to play, it actually seemed very arbitrary. Oh, because they, they, they just give it a, well, a, the, the, the most simple ob- no. observation and leave no, it at that. No, so I'll give an example, though, because that's not true, because my dad actually played games, so he knew, so it did seem arbitrary. Because, For example, I remember we had this game called I, Unreal Tournament, I think, for PS1 or 2, I don't remember. That game was rated M. It was rated M. It was yep. very gory, I remember, very gory. Ultra kill. Yeah, and, and my, Killing spree. But my parents let me play it as a kid. I was like 12 even younger and they didn't care if I played it which was weird because it was like the one one of the few M-rated games my parents let me play which was weird because it was very gory but then GTA my dad didn't like me playing he'd be like no don't play GTA yeah and it's just like it's funny because I look at the two games I'm like Honestly, they're both pretty much just as bad. Yeah, like, you know as what though, just I, as gory and stuff. That, you say that's arbitrary, but in my mind, Unreal Tournament is very straightforward. Yeah. You run around with a gun, you shoot people, blood flies out of them, and they're dead, kind of thing. Oh, yeah. boom! Killing spree, double kill, yeah. triple kill. But with GTA, for example, you can in in pretty much all the GTA games, you can find a strip club. Right. You can. And you really right. can do whatever you want. Yeah. So I think your parents sit and thought, like, the fact that it's so free I don't want range. my son to be a little sexual deviant. Dude, yeah. dude when <laughs> I was 14, I remember uh, it was, I think GTA 4 just came out. Right. And, yeah. you know, at the time, the graphics looked so good. You're I like, know. Oh my I, God. Remember, I remember being GTA 4, I remember, looked amazing when I was a kid. It just, like, and it, it probably did look amazing. Yeah. And... I remember going to a strip club and feeling like so badass <laughs> yeah. or so uh, rebellious that I was doing it at all. I'm like, oh, man, my parents would hate this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, it, and I remember thinking it looks so HD. I'm like, the girls look like real life. Yeah. Well, I, I do remember there was definitely a few times like with my dad. We, we would play it like, you know, he, there was the odd time, but he was just like, yeah, don't just be playing this all the time sort of thing. You know what I mean? So they weren't like super weird. I do actually recall playing with my dad. Actually, I think one time I was pretty young. The one time he was kind of like, yeah, you can play for a little bit. And he was kind of watching and I was just driving around stuff. I get out and I think I just started stomping on someone and just constantly <laughs> stomping. All this blood's pouring out. He's like, okay, you Jamie, can stop Jamie's that. Jamie's yelling <laughs> you're, and you're just going, die, die, die. Die, fucker. <laughs> yeah. Die, motherfucker. Die, motherfucker. Just, die. Yeah, just, just going just total cycle mode. He's like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's enough stomping on that person, <laughs> Jamie. It, you know, it's very tame for about two minutes. Yeah. He's thinking, oh, it's nice. Jamie just wants to drive around and then you just see I someone. Out, like, start, I'm going to fuck this guy I, up. I, I, First, I hit him. He just kind of laughs. Like, huh, yeah, you hit that person. And then I just keep stomping on him. All this blood's pouring out. This is like Vice City or something. Know, so the more you stomp, the bigger the puddle gets. Yeah. I just keep stomping. And, and my dad's saying, finally like, okay, okay. <laughs> you're like, take that, bitch. This is why I don't like you playing this. You're going to turn into a psychopath. <laughs> you want to play... Yeah. play uh, uh, what was that alien game called again? Play Destroy All Humans. Destroy All Humans, yeah. Now that game, dude. When I went to oh, your yeah, place, oh yeah, exactly. They didn't care if I played stuff like which that, which is hilarious because it, it was it was obviously it was, a lot more goofy. With it was the, a teen rated game too. That's was it? Yeah, it was only teen. Wow. Yeah, because it wasn't. Actually, they must have worked hard to get that rating. Well, because they must have wrote. If you the think line about perfectly. it, it was just a, like electric shocks or lasers, and they would just sort of flop with no blood or anything, and. They didn't really swear too much. Dude, that game was so fun. They tried to make it a teen-rated game. You know how the games back then used to try for teens sometimes? Yeah, I well, think? it's it's usually a strategy. Yeah, know? yeah. But, uh, dude, I remember the big thing. I don't. This is so dumb. It's so weird how you, I wish that I could just remember more selective memories from when I'm a kid. Mm-hmm. But these are, this is the shit I remember. I remember we were playing Destroy All Humans when we were kids. And I, th- I think maybe you were playing or something. And I just remember we managed to like glitch the game out and stuff 
like we had like a person you were floating them around, right? Yeah. And we like got them stuck in like one of those hanging garden boxes, right, outside of a house. Yeah. And then they were like flopping Just everywhere inside everywhere. of the garden box. We were both laughing while we were yeah. like jamming into this garden thing. Yeah. That's just a weird memory I have that has no significance or doesn't mean anything, but I just distinctly remember that, it, it being funny. Yeah, it has significance because it, you were having fun, you know? Wow. <laughs> no, honestly, no, that game uh, that game was amazing. I, I, Yeah, I played hours, and every time I someone came over, like, yeah, I remember we would play it forever. I used to just love becoming a person, and just when you're a kid, too, your imagination used to you're, run you're wild in with full games role play too. Mode. Yeah, you're you are an alien and, and you're blending in. Do you remember doing that with Tony Hawk too? We would kind of do the free. Yeah, yeah, we, we would. That's right. We would we would just go to like free play, but then we would just and I did this with a lot of people. Like that was just the thing. Like that was another game. It was just fun to role play as a kid and like we just run around and like pretend we're doing things. Like I would go yeah, off you would the add, skateboards. Yeah, you would add uh, just these weird arbitrary rules to games. Yeah. Or just your own... This weird storyline you're or, just yeah, Or your own out. layer of imagination or, you know, you you like let you image that you're part of a, like an underground skateboarding group. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when you're going to this location, you're meeting up with some people that want you to do like a certain task. Exactly, And you yeah. have all these ideas in your mind and, and it feels so real when you're doing it yeah. too. It's like now I couldn't even possibly get to that realm of thinking but as a kid i remember getting so lost in your imagination while playing video games that it almost made gave video games this extra layer of fun that like definitely isn't isn't even achievable now but you know that that doesn't mean i don't enjoy video games now i'm just saying i definitely remember just how far i used to get lost in just free play modes in games like when there was no clear objective in the game but just you being able to move around with your friends, you could just make something out of it. No, do it's actually a little bit strange. Yeah, is I I do fully agree with you. However, mm-hmm. I you know I find that like uh, so if I play if I smoke weed and play a game, mm-hmm. which I don't I I rarely do, mm-hmm. just because I do I just find it I just find weed draining in right. general. It's just mentally draining to me. Yeah, but. If I do play a game, it does give me a little bit of that childlike eye again. Yeah. It, it, it just just a little bit, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Because it, it is true, man. I, like Games were so fun when you were a kid because everything's so new and you're experiencing things for the first time. Right. And as you said, when you're... Like, if the game gives you an option to, as you said, blend in. If you're an alien, you blend in as a human. Yeah. You feel like you are doing that, right? That you, when you're walking around, you're almost enjoying it because oh. you're thinking, "Oh, all these people don't even realize I'm an alien. I'm just walking around, and they don't even know it." Kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah, no, that's true. I oh man, yeah, binding and binding of Isaac and weed, good combo. <laughs> I I played so many hours that game. Well, dude, we uh, when that we first found that game. I, that's we would such just a take turns game. for hours and hours. We'd both just like go back and forth and to do this rounds day, and watch each other. To this day, I could just do a little run on it, and it, it just doesn't get old to me. I could still play it and have a good time. Dude, I think when we lo- I logged about 100 hours into the original Binding of Isaac, yeah. and I think most of that was with you. Yeah. Yeah, we used to take turns playing it all the time. Um, it was and, I think, and at the time, the game was so new, too. We'd never really played it at all. So all the items were new, and I just remember yeah. it, it was it was so much fun. I even enjoyed watching. I just It was just fun. Oh, exactly. And, and yeah, and watching you do runs and stuff, like even taking turns was cool because seeing... Because what's that called? A, a roguelike game is what it's called, right? When you find... When each run is kind of randomly generated, you find yes. stuff. Yeah. So, so just seeing what your outcomes would be, just be like, oh, you get this item this run? That's cool. And then sometimes some, you would just get an awesome synergy of stuff. Exactly. Just, yeah, you'd have great runs or bad runs. So even runs watching and... people, I think, is fun because I'm like, oh, wow, they're doing... Oh, this you is got a cool, that upgrade. Like, this or, is a cool run. Like, or, I'm like, oh, you lucked out this one. Or, wow, you really... Uh, this like is you're shitty. getting owned. Yeah, you're yeah. barely holding on You're here. getting the worst items. And you have nothing to look forward to. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, no. I, I think I've logged a good, I don't even know, 200 hours on, on Afterbirth. One, right? On yeah, Afterbirth. Yeah. Maybe 300, I don't remember. It's been a while since I've checked, but I played the shit out of that. <laughs> no, dude, that that was an awesome game. Yeah. No, and I, I miss that, man. I, I, I'm getting to the point now where I'm too lazy to learn new mechanics for new games. Yeah. I started playing them, and they, they have the tutorial, and they, they go, here's page one of 30, and I just mm-hmm. go, uh, I just, I, I just, I, I don't have the willpower. It's yeah. sad. It's pathetic. It really is. Mm-hmm. I should just get over it and just, 
folk just learn new games again. But I, I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like a chore now. Yeah. Isn't that sad? Yeah. That video games are kind of a chore. Life's a chore, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie just immediately pulls out a cigarette and lights it. <laughs> yeah. Life's a fucking chore, Life's man. Life's a fucking chore. <laughs> <laughs> At least I have something to take the edge off. <laughs> no, but I don't know. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, I I feel the same way about a lot of things. Like, I don't even watch... I don't even know what I do, man. Like I, don't, I, I'm starting to question what I do with my spare time. I know. I'm, I'm like, I'm going. I don't, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I don't watch TV. I like. What do I do as a hobby? As in, like, when people are just unwind. I do, I do play video games. I guess I've been playing GTA and stuff. I guess, but I'm usually very one track. I get into one thing. As far as like, if there's a game I'm into, then I'm only playing that pretty much, and then I fizzle out of it. And then I stop playing games altogether for a long time. Yeah. And then it's kind of just, you know, I, I'm on and off with stuff. Do you know what feels amazing, though, Jamie? Yeah. Being comfortable with with your thing. Yeah. That's the that's one of the nice parts about being an adult. Yeah. Is once you have your element, you, you, you go, this is my regular game right now. This yeah. is my routine. I can it unwind. It feels good. Yeah. I do this three times a week and it's my favorite thing exactly yeah it's that makes it all worth it yeah right we don't need to change and experience new things anymore not too high maintenance you know i can unwind with whatever you know (laughs) jamie if it isn't already obvious yes time's up it's looking like the time is up all right well thank y'all for listening I don't really know what to call this episode of what we did, but... I know. I, I Sorry, I'm a big old dope this one. <laughs> okay, dopey. Uh, yes, I'm a... Hi-ho. I'm a miner. Don't sell me alcohol. It's off to work we go. <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs>